got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Heller Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I am Sully. And I'm Kate. And we need to talk about Destiel. As always. Own. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Our weekly sessions of talking about Destiel. Did you guys remember that these episodes were this sad? I felt so sad watching them. I didn't remember. I, so sad. I didn't remember like anything about the finale. I was sitting there going, what? What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have completely forgot some stuff about this, so I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> I will let you on in, this, uh, in on a secret. I don't remember any finale except one song. And like I have a hunch wow. that, that is that is a thing that a lot of people who have watched Supernatural also experience. <laughs> to be fair, there's a lot of it. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so should we jump into the summaries? Go ahead. As usual, they're weird. So bear with me. Um, 621, uh, Let It Bleed. A demon kidnaps Ben and Lisa to get to Dean. Sam and Dean are forced to join with an unlikely ally to free them. A.K.A. Balthazar. Um, 622, the man who knew too much, the wall comes down in Sam's head and all hell breaks loose. Dean and Bobby are for once at a total loss on how to help him and are forced to stand by and do nothing while Sam breaks. The battle for heaven comes to a head. Yeah. So, themes. <laughs> I didn't have a lot new for themes on mine. Yeah. Just, there was really just a continuation of the themes of season six of betrayal and mm-hmm. secrecy and being kept apart. Just kind of that. Yeah. What we've been talking about kind of deal. And absolute fuckery. <laughs> quite a bit. Quite a bit of fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, I... Confidence. Cockery. Yeah. What do you call it? The yeah. emotion uh, that. Hubris. Yeah. Yes. That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More. Good word. More... More Icarus flying too close to the sun, aka Castillo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really, I really don't have anything else other than that. Uh, I feel like um, identity in terms of what's her name, who turns out to be a monster. Uh, Eleanor, yeah. Yes, Eleanor, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. and also Sam. Who gets like split into these three parts that yeah. make up the whole? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, and yeah. I guess also like in terms of like Dean and Lisa and Ben, and then them like getting not brainwashed but like being mind wiped. Yeah, mind wiped. 
and uh, also in terms of like Dean um, thinking of like or not maybe Dean but like the theme of Dean being like Ben's real dad mm. Ooh, yeah. yeah 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 uh. yeah Did you guys notice uh, Eric Kripke came back? Oh, I did not notice that. He wrote The Man Who Knew Too Much. Was this the one where Dean makes this terrible joke about being busy sleeping with women yes. while the other people yes. were reading? Yes. yes. And he's, he uh, was probably back. Yes. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not though, because that was in reference to Lovecraft. And oh, valid. Bobby talking about Lovecraft, so that might have actually been Let It Bleed, which was but, Sarah Gamble. But still, a very creepy thing to say. <laughs> yeah, and Sarah Gamble isn't much better on you know, N- no things also, like that. A couple other things that are in that episode, but I did notice. Uh-huh. That uh, the first thing I thought of rewatching The Man Who Knew Too Much was that it felt very much like, uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched Teen Titans, but, the, <laughs> but the, the episode where they go into Raven's mind and there's different versions of Raven that are all like pieces of her personality and they all have different cloaks, like they all wear different colors. That's what, Sam's, that's what Sam felt like. And that... Teen Titans episode predates this show. (laughs) That was my question. (laughs) 2003. Busted. Uh, It's my favorite episode of Teen Titans. (laughs) That's amazing. Very excited about that. So I feel like that's very much a Kripke thing of like, oh yes, I will have different identities (laughs) that are part of the same person. (laughs) Wait, is Teen Titans Kripke? No, but okay. it, just, it just felt like very, uh, oh my God, you had that me. would be hilarious. You had me worried for a second there. <laughs> and you splashed because he cast introduction scene was first written for Teen Titans by Eric Kripke like 40 years ago or whenever it aired. Uh, no, Kripke didn't. I had to double check. I was like, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> oh my god. Also, this is a um man who knew too much is a uh uh episode where we have a reusing of a well, she's not reused yet. This is her first episode, but she shows up as a very important character later. The Robin girl that Sam's hanging out with in his head uh is duma yes right i was like why does she she look so familiar and then yeah yeah. uh uh, erica sarah is her name um yes yes so they thought we wouldn't notice (laughs) but we do we're supernatural fans I've been rewatching um from the beginning and the girl who plays Hannah is in two episodes in season one. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> wow. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I do love yeah. Hannah though. Yeah. I love yeah. Hannah, yes. But we'll get to her. Um 
yeah, I I I don't have any other themes. Um Do you guys have any other themes? Not really. No, I think we covered the main stuff. Okay. Well, then let's go to break. And we're back. So the <sighs> This whole Ben and Lisa situation is fucked up, man. <laughs> it's fucked up on on the whole using them thing. Like, obviously, that's fucked up. But the but the mind wiping. I I think of um, Donna Noble in Doctor Who. What is this? 2011? Would you <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. a fucked up ending and I'm glad that they had Sam point out that it was fucked up. Yeah. But I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> yeah. but I, I thought Dean's reaction to Sam pointing out was very Dean oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a very good scene it was all in all yeah yeah I'm glad that they made the point of this is the most questionable thing you've ever done <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah but also yeah I don't know I'm just thinking about, you know, like how he asked Castor to do that, but like he never said to wipe his own memory as if he was like, like doing this, like, mar- mer- like this thing is like kindness, but also like punishing himself, which is oh. something Cass does a lot, like as a character trait, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. does a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of the things they have in common is the foundation of their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a really good point. I hadn't really thought of it from the perspective of he remembers. Because like there yeah. there are so many things because like if this whole episode is built around how these two people are so dear to him and like his weakness, right? So it would make sense to like get rid of them in his mind so nobody could ever you know like even remember like so they wouldn't care about them basically and never use them against him in the future but like he doesn't do that right yeah 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 it makes me worry about when that when i first watched it um back on the original watch of supernatural that i was like what if they bring them back and it's even worse this time because they don't remember who he is and they're just caught yeah. up in all of this crazy shit and have to relearn that demon demons exist and that the supernatural exists like how much worse is that yeah yeah but fortunately they never do yeah may- yeah maybe they that's why they did that and yeah didn't wipe Dean's memory as well yeah i don't know yeah and thus ends the last time that Dean was in any kind of serious romantic relationship for the rest of the show. Interesting. Yeah, and yeah. we're not even halfway through the show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
of Dean and his fucked upness, um, when he's torturing all of the demons to try to figure out where Ben and Lisa are, and Sam comes in and he's like, you're running on whiskey and coffee and whatever else you're taking. I would like the audience to know that all three of us have very wide eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just want the first thought that got you into your head. Like, what was it? My brain went to like 80s Miami Vice cocaine era or yes. something. <laughs> like... Yes, uh, like hard drugs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um,. I don't know. I just want Jensen Ackles to be in some sort of 80s cocaine movie now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he was, we'd know who he'd play. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, um, but also just... Not only the implication of, like, drugs, <laughs> but the fact that there's just a long pile of bodies in the background of yes. those shots just really brings back Torturer Dean, you know, uh, on the head of a pin Dean. Yep. yep. Yeah. I loved, I loved that callback and also, you know, how great to be an extra in a pile of bodies <laughs> <laughs> in the background in a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do we like I mean Dean has tortured a lot of people throughout the show obviously but um, I feel like this sec- this scene and like the one in the on the head of the pin um, I think the thing I'm, I'm go- getting to is that like once he does it for Cass and the other time he does it is for his canonical romantic interests named Lisa. <laughs> I, um, it's about the parallels. Just asking questions. <laughs> I'm just curious. I love how yeah. we do this on a show that is about Destiel. <laughs> yep. Um and then and then Sam leaves and goes outside and he's begging Cass. He emphasizes over and over that he's begging Cass to show up. And he's there. I, yeah. Yeah, but and he is there, but he's <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I'm I'm honestly like so happy that we got to see that he was there. I yeah. always feel like they make these, like, I also am guilty of this, like, this huge thing between, about, like, Cass always showing up for Dean, which is, like, true, but, like, for me, it's, personally, it's very important that we acknowledge that Dean, uh, that Cass and Sam are friends, you know? Like, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Cass wouldn't do, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm and glad he, yeah. Especially when yeah. it's about Dean. <laughs> you had to write. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's a yeah. Pre- it's a precursor to when they get left alone to their own hijinks later on in the show. Yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they brought back the uh, um, uh, the man who would be king, where Cass is invisible and Sam walks oh so close to him, <laughs> like yeah, almost yeah. knows he's there, but. Um, yeah, uh, related to that, 
with uh, Cass being invisible when they don't realize that he's there. Cass was definitely in Bobby's house for a super long time before he uh, revealed himself to Dean because he was stealing the books and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder how long he like watched Dean sleep a la Twilight <laughs> yep. when he was invisible. Yep. Before he decided to, uh, because himself. because we are on the topic of Twilight here, like obviously this, there are so many parallels, and I hate it. Like when I'm talking <laughs> that I'm talking about this at all, but like in that scene at the in the finale where he has like swallowed or all these souls and he is glowing, I was like, what Edward calling bullshit is this? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how else do you show that you're just chock full of souls yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. sparkle sparkle <laughs> can I can I uh, recite the the monologue that everyone's obsessed with in this episode please do <clears throat> I do everything that you ask. I always come when you call. And I am your friend, still, despite your lack of faith in me. And now your threats. I just saved you yet again. Has anyone but your closest kin ever done more for you? All I ask is this one thing. And we talk about, we talk about everything in that monologue there just breaking it down bit by bit but I also want to talk about the look on Dean's face throughout this he's trying so hard to keep it together yeah and it's awful it's awful Yeah, the just like the tears and like the hurt and the conflict that's going on. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. (laughs) (laughs) It hurts so much. (laughs) And then when Cass uh, bamps away, when Dean turns around, like the second after Cass leaves, he just looks so lost and looks. Like, he's looking for him. He wants him to still be there, even though he's so... Mad at him. Conflicted and angry and... Yeah. Who knows what substances. Hmm. Yeah. I love Balthazar in these episodes. Like, he... For a long time, I I felt very conflicted about Balthazar because he's, he's... He is a prick. But he's he's such a lovable prick too. <laughs> Especially when he's like when when he's finally, you know recognizing that Cass is not doing the right thing and uh he's when he shows up and he's like, I'm officially on your side, you bastards. <laughs> I mean, I, I I thought it was 
I mean, he kind of is like behaving like an older brother, you know, like, um, mm -hmm. like second guessing what Cass is doing, but also like not letting him know that he is second guessing him to like some extent, like making sure that everything runs smoothly and just like having like a backup plan in case it doesn't. Um, yeah. 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 I would have loved to see. Balthazar and Gabriel together. Yes. They're, they're so similar. And I wonder if that's part of what Balthazar's whole shtick is, is that, oh, well, now Gabriel's gone, so we need, like, <laughs> a smarmy, class clown. <laughs> smarmy class clown guy. <laughs> but it would be, can you imagine the hijinks? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> together. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I, I I have this note here that says um, this is when uh, after we've found Ben and Lisa and um, Lisa, the demon in Lisa has stabbed her um, and and he exercises the demon and then he's, you know, in crisis mode. OK, we've got to go, 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 go. Um, and Ben is in shock and and he's not doing anything <laughs> and so i have this note here that says dean hits ben and i kill the man <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that hurt yeah like i get it like that's what you need to do to get someone out of shock but also this is a kid yeah this this is a very dean and john yeah reversal yes and giving which, him the shotgun. Which, yeah. Yes, which harkens back to a uh, uh, scene that we didn't discuss because it was in an episode that we didn't discuss um, when uh, Dean is realizing that he has to leave Lisa and and he says something about how he, he feels like a prison guard and, you know, the way he treats ben and and he hates it and he feels like his dad they they directly foreshadowed this treatment of ben yeah and it's awful <laughs> yeah he slaps him hard too he slaps yes. the shit out of him like not just like hey he like full-on yeah smacks him and i know smacks like him adrenaline and everything but that smack was like so loud and so hard i'm just like God. yeah he's what 12 like yeah maybe, maybe i was i was gonna start arguing that he he would never do that to jack in season 15 then <laughs> then i remember season 15 <laughs> And I was like, There's a reason you, know you don't like Dean in season 15, hun. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I am very cascoded like that. And I, I do need to be slapped across my face. Yeah. I think we're all cast-coded in season 15. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no. You know, like, uh, the fun thing is about that, like, when I originally saw the confession scene ways before I even, like, saw 
any of Supernatural or even like season 15. I was like so genuinely moved by it. Like, I love that scene to, to now too. But when I watched it, like as I was watching season 15 and when I go to that episode, I was so pissed at Dean for everything that happened before that in relation mm-hmm. to Jack. And I was like, he doesn't deserve any of this. Like, he is not the most <laughs> loving man on this planet. Like, he literally did horrible things to your kid. And so, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. Terrible thoughts. Right. Um, but there was this one line... Uh, the lady, what's her name? I keep forgetting her name. The monster lady who was Doctor like, Viziak. Yes, her. When when Bobby is like, let me take care of you and like keep your safe, keep you safe or something, and then she goes, uh, "You are just a man, Bobby." And like I was like, this is like so Destiel coded. Yes, I mean it's not even coded. Yeah. It's the same line. <laughs> the same line. <laughs> you were just a man, Dean. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's right, but at the same time, what did she expect to do against an angel? Yeah. I mean, what could Bobby do against what, an what, angel? Yeah, what could I mean, That's Bobby? They could. He the could have taken her to the uh, panic room. Mm. he could have because it had been re-outfitted with the angel proofing so that's like the only thing that he could have done but like we don't we still don't know and we never know what kind of creature she is yeah which just bothers the hell out of me bothers me so much (laughs) um but she so we never get to see what she could possibly do and when she when Cass shows up for her it's just like i take you now (laughs) Like, yeah. No, no fight. No, no. She is just Misha coded like that, you know, like just for the default, <laughs> like in a friend in the French mistake, just there to be killed and realize yep. some information as you yep. are being killed. Yeah. Yep. As you slowly yep. die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a woman on Supernatural. This is what you get to do. Yep. Especially if said, you're a love interest. Yes. Of any shape or form yeah yeah oh wow uh so how about that uh end scene at the hospital (laughs) (laughs) like okay i oh yeah (laughs) feelings um, I loved, and I completely forgot that this happened, when Cass, they're they're talking for a little bit, and they're having, like, this detente of not talking to each other while talking to each other. Cass says, well, regardless, I didn't come for you. Yeah. And Dean is shocked for a second, and he's like, <laughs> meaning? Like, even when they're mad at each other, he can't possibly conceive of a world where Cass doesn't show up for him yeah and i mean he's kind of right yes (laughs) (laughs) he did come for him (laughs) but like you know yeah yeah Yeah. like he wouldn't probably just heal a random person if it if they weren't connected to dean in some way 
but he just his I don't know just how you know Jensen acting choices I don't know that really struck me of him just being completely surprised yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. And then when they are talking to each other and what was the line about like uh, uh, I wish this changed anything and oh then Cass is like so do I. Ugh. Like insane let's quietly contemplate these choices <laughs> seriously yeah oh man yeah it's like basically the same thing as as was it was it yes season 15 after the divorce thing when when dean cuts his hand because they are doing a spell and like they are not basically not talking to each other but like Cass is like let me and heals him like yeah yeah, yeah. yep yep yeah yep. they're yep. just they're just so wrapped around each other that it's not it, they they like like you were saying there's there's no other world where the alternative exists yeah and then another thing that like i don't know why i why i even got like thinking about it but like when lisa is talking to dean after her memories have been wiped Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, all that matters is that we are fine right now or everything is good or whatever she says. And it's just like that made me think about Cass's, the one of the first lines about good things do happen. It's mm-hmm. like I in that moment, I kind of see like Lisa is a parallel to how Cass was at the very beginning of being cast I guess like when as he was introduced like innocent and like when he didn't know what he was actually dealing with yeah 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 that's awesome it makes me really sad Yeah, it's 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 it is weird because like it makes me me think that like in order to like being able to de- deal with Dean, you just you know like the only way to be able to handle being with Dean is like not knowing Dean, which is insane. It <laughs> makes me even more sad. But you know, like yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm that's, sorry. No, I know it's yeah. it's perfect. It's great because that's how Dean feels about himself. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about something happier, like this line that Lisa, possessed by a demon, says and (laughs) tells this. She tells Dean, "See, lay with ten miles of daddy issues," (laughs) (laughs) which was something I had like no recollection of, and it was so funny. <laughs> because it's so true. <laughs> yeah, my personal headcanon is just like Dean is terrible at sex. <laughs> just, I get a lot of joy out of it. 
awesome. That's great. Well, and then, yeah, that she's going about, she knows to point out the two things that he's like most insecure about, known yeah. for, most insecure about. Yeah. Yeah. The, the C minus way, he's like, that's like his only confidence that we kind of see. And, um, the daddy issues it's just a beautiful sandwich of the ways to just stab Dean in the heart yeah yeah and another line I loved was when when the guy who was obsessed or is obsessed with Lovecraft uh, was like talking about Cass and he was like the other guy who looks like Columbo and talks like Rain (laughs) Man and and I was like, this is such an accurate description of how Ka- Cass is. <laughs> uh, no. At least you didn't say he looks like Constantine. <laughs> I know. I was w- waiting for it because he always gets compared to Columbo, but not Constantine, who he's based on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. Also, cl- like, cleaned up Bobby in this episode is wonderful. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's so dapper and adorable in his little coat and his brushed hair. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Anything else for this episode? Uh, oh, have we talked about like Cass? Did we just talk about this? My memory is like basically non-existent. <laughs> I am Lisa of this podcast. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> But uh, did we did we already compare the cast stealing the journal to cast stealing the cult? Yes, we did. We did do that. We we did not yet. We did this. not. Okay. Yeah, Anyways, I, yes, that's me. But <laughs> that's I love the, it. Yeah, I feel like yeah, always cast gets like in this. And every time he actually comes, he's the one to like enter the space Dean is at at his own will so to say not being called and just he just ends up you know <laughs> taking stuff from <laughs> Dean <laughs> stealing something yeah great, just... great, great. I love great. it <laughs> <laughs> I love Cast. Yes, that's great um the only other thing I had was there were a couple of uh you know homophobic quips mm-hmm. <laughs> this episode not to the extent of some of the past episodes we've talked about, but um, I think it was Dean saying, so Cass is Crowley's butt buddy now. Yeah. I was just like, mm-hmm, yes, okay, we're gonna have, we're gonna have Dean say that, cool. <laughs> um, and uh, when Balthazar asks Cass if he is in flagrante with the king of Hades. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Which means in cahoots, but also means, like, basically having an affair with <laughs> at the same time. I mean, he does have sex appeal, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I mean, this just, like, reminds me, or just, like, when there is the line Crowley says in next episode, which is, like, are you forgetting you are the bottom in this relationship or is something like that? <laughs> exactly. That. Yes. <laughs> just love. Yeah. 
I yeah. always wondered, like, what is the rating of this show? Like, because we, where I am, come, I come from here, we don't don't really like care about if it's R rated or whatever rated it is. But I, I mean, other countries are a lot stricter. It's with TV this, I know. fourteen, isn't it? I'm gonna check. It's either fourteen or um, uh, MA. It's uh, not MA. Oh, it's probably not because it's CW. Uh, what is it rated? Because I, I find, like, as a foreigner watching this, I find it weird that people can, like, do those kind of jokes, but they are not allowed to say fuck. Like, <laughs> right? It is very weird from my perspective. You know? It is very strange. Uh, yes, it is TV 14. For occult themes, strong violence, gore, mild language, and occasional strong sexual content. <laughs> Not since season six, as we have seen right? <laughs> There's like two other episodes that I can think of off the top of my head where Dean sleeps with somebody outside of season six. Uh, yeah. TV 14 in the U.S., Yep. But we um, do get a brief glimpse into if they could swear in the uh, Ghost Facers episode, and I love it. <laughs> I love that episode so much, if only for that reason. And also for giving us the gay love can pierce through the veil of death and save the day. I mean, that is... Yeah. yeah. You can't get better than that line. Yeah. <laughs> That could have been the thesis of the show. (laughs) There are are some things that I never really would have believed that came from Supernatural. Like they were canonically in the show. That's one of them. And then (laughs) the other one that like absolutely like made me scream was when I was watching season 15 and Chuck is like, and then I created the world. (laughs) And you see them in the kitchen. Because I always, because I always imagined like there was a meme and somebody had like used the caption over the, just like a random screenshot. And then when I saw it with my own two eyes, I was like, "These people are insane for this, doing this." Oh man! Yeah. Um, the man who knew too much. Indeed. So, okay, here's a question for you. Who's the man who knew too much? Is it Sam or is it Cass? Both. For different Well, reasons. that's the easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's my specialty. <laughs> I was there, no. Um... Cass is like knowing too much in terms of like even the apple, right? Like he knows too much about dangerous stuff, and Sam has to know himself. Well, and, and I back together. I feel like once he has all the souls, he knows too much. Yeah, but also I feel the same way about Sam finally having his the piece of his soul that remembers hell. For sure. Uh, which is yeah. also like could, could allude to him knowing too much. I don't know. Yeah. Can we 
I'm blaming Kripke for this since he wrote this episode. I don't know what um, you're going to say, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can, and we agree. <laughs> I used I used an older uh, fan fiction term for this um, when I was writing my notes, but uh, OOC. Oh, yes, out of character. Out of character. Yeah, Cass just going after Sam like that. Uh-uh, I don't buy it. Yeah, yeah I don't care for it. I completely forgot that it was him that did it too. And right, it's just like yeah, touch by. <laughs> right, it's especially after what he just did with Ben and Lisa for Dean. Really? Yeah, we're gonna turn around yeah. and do that. Yeah, like didn't knock him unconscious, didn't do any of the normal things that he would have done and has done before to like keep them quietly out of the way. He was like, no, I'm just going to wreck your shit and leave and then hope that you'll forgive me later. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Bullshit. Also, very like it's cr- very crooky. It's it's even more like upsetting or even more out of character when you realize that he does that before swallowing his souls because like I as a viewer yes. can, can excuse how how cocky he is towards the end because he is like god right and yeah. then he talks to Dean like that because he now is god yeah uh, but like he did what he did to Sam way before that and yeah. like when when Dean says you are reduced up and you can't think straight, okay, like that is a valid argument. I'll take that. But when he yeah. does that to Sam, he's not there yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely agree. Um, once yeah. more, I would like to declare my love for Sola Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that one shot when 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 Sola Sam. He's like aiming and shooting this Sam as they are getting into the car. And there is like this very low quality, weird shot of like zoom shot of soulless Sam with uh-huh. like his hair in this face. <laughs> like it's iconic. He's, like he's, I just, <laughs> yes, iconic is the word. He's <laughs> unforgettable. I fucking love him. He's fantastic. I know Dean would, like, kill me for saying this, but, like, if Sam had stayed soulless, their relationship... I wouldn't have had a problem with it. No, no. Their relationship would have been so much better. Like, it's so much less toxic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. brothers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. yeah. true. So maybe that's why Cast never took his soul out of the hall in the first place. <laughs> Like, this this is is I'm neither <laughs> stupid nor wicked. You sure about that? It. You sure about I that? It. I love it so much. <laughs> and then flee or die. <laughs> He's just, I don't. <laughs> the flee or die bit, like, yeah, that that's Old Testament cast right there. And I love it. But it's also, it still feels not right it's not it's not him yeah by this point yep agreed it just really feels to me like somebody who has never really had like any friends growing up and everything they know about how to talk to people come from like 
18th century literature and like, <laughs> <laughs> like who says that oh, anyway God. autistic cats had canon i see it i love it if that I is it. Him. there you go yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> my brain just went to the vine of the kids saying, don't fuck with me, I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. These are the same picture. <laughs> oh man. Right. Uh, also speaking of weird things that Cass says in this episode... He references <laughs> Judas, I which we've never really referenced. Right. Like, no. there's only one other Jesus reference that I can think of in the show, and it's in um, precast. But yeah, he says there's a Judas in our midst, <laughs> and I just want there right. to be a secret new season <laughs> where we have yeah. Jesus on the show. <laughs> yes. I completely agree. That is one thing that I really wanted from Supernatural from day one was yeah. Jesus to show up. Yeah. Because I, I knew there were never- I mean, we made God the villain. Why can't we have Jesus? Oh, that's too far in America. We can't touch that. <laughs> we, can, we can make God a bisexual, weird, nerdy writer but we no, can't but have like, jesus in any way it's it's trinity you can't have them both you can only allowed to have one at a time <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Uh, i it did notice go ahead oh i was just gonna say there was a post i saw a long time ago where they were like secret new season of supernatural where they're sitting in a bar and somebody walks in and Cass looks up and he's like jesus and the implication being that Cass also raised jesus out of hell <laughs> like raised him from Ooh. the dead as part of the uh part of him this coming is, back and it was hilarious uh, this is a lot for friend than the version i have <laughs> seen <laughs> Which basically implies that Cass and Jesus were lovers, but like, let's no, move that, on. Oh no, it was that too. It was all that rolled into one. Right. <laughs> Definitely wrote a fic where Jesus showed up and uh, was in a relationship with Judas. Ooh, yes. That's like. called the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write it. They did. Judas did kiss him. That is truth. (laughs) Yup. Okay. Anyway, sorry. What were you going to (laughs) say? I was going to say this is the first time that I think I've noticed that uh, Misha has a. It's very, very small, um, but a different bit of a way that he talks. As God Steel. Of course he does. <laughs> I mean, of course he does. It's Misha. But like, like he hadn't had the opportunity to start doing things like this yet. So this is the first time other than French mistake Misha. But that obviously was going to be different. But, you know, anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think he also like... His body language is also kind of, sure. you know, he's more, yeah. you know, like, yeah, he's stiffer. 
Yeah. He's stiffer. <laughs> he's more he's more stoic and his shoulders are further back and he's more proud yeah. and yeah, I love it. It's great. He's more deliberate. Did with you things. This is probably a stupid question, but did you notice how uh, while Dean is begging and basically trying to get Cass to, you know, give up these souls, let's get you back to normal and all of that, Bobby's already given up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting that they have like these tense moments and like cut to Bobby and his reactions, which we like generally like don't need unless you as an audience like it's it's only like there so you can go you can you know like he's like a window in that situation like he's the audience and that's why mm-hmm. usually that's done and yeah it's interesting that you say say that so like i feel like we didn't, we as an audience should have or like we're seen as also having given up on cast at that point yeah but yeah. also also it's yeah this is a Destiel podcast, and I just imagine <laughs> imagine what must have been going on in like Bobby's head, watching them like having this argument. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think I genuinely like like Bobby, and I yeah. Yeah, I just basically think he knows what's happening before other people know what's happening. So also this applies to just the in my head. He's, yes, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's been around the block. He knows when shit's up. Yeah, and he's. I mean, been... he and Rufus. Yes, that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. I mean, at least if we don't go further, we can say he has been friend with friends with Rufus. So like, even that is <laughs> enough <laughs> to you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, very much. And then, and then to end on those awful, awful, awful zoom ins, <laughs> zooms of dooms. <laughs> the zooms of dooms is perfect. Yeah, I just wrote the fucking zooms. <laughs> oh, yeah. What why did why did Misha look like he didn't have any eyelashes at all? Like did you just like give all of them to, <laughs> so to Jensen, like glued them on? Yep, yep. Because if I, he had I, eyelashes, he'd be too powerful, is basically. <laughs> if he had obviously. long Jensen eyelashes, it's just unstoppable, of course. It's not no, the they would literally the like I'm sorry, but I have to argue with this and say that they would get into his eyes all the time because his eyes are like weird. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> That's like, That's the shape doesn't work, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, also, I didn't remember this from watching it previously, but I caught it. Balthazar says, uh, when Cass says there's a Judas in our midst, Balthazar says, I bet it's that bloody little cherub. And I'm like, did he cast recruit the cherub from my bloody Valentine? <laughs> <laughs> to be oh on his God. side? Because I was like, wait, what bloody little cherub? We've only met one before. <laughs> but this is also never addressed again. This also like opens so many possibilities, opens so many doors if you go with your idea and your reading here. Because first of all, like 
why would he do that? Because like, I, I'm like, I'm straight, the first thought I get is like Nephilims and the mm -hmm. whole, you know, needing to yeah. whatever. Oh my God. And yeah, interesting. That's amazing. Yeah. Like alternate timeline where Cass is building an army of Nephilims. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that'd be amazing. He just wants to be a dad, okay? <laughs> no, I mean that. It's not about power. It's not about heaven. It's not about ruling. He just wants to be a dad. <laughs> I mean, do you laugh? But like, remember season fifteen? That's literally, yeah. yeah. That's literally it. That's literally it. I love it so much. Uh, it was. The, the the comment Sam makes about Dean and compares him to male model type something. <laughs> yes. <Amazing>. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, writer's room. Oh, <laughs> we are really in it now. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, oh, I had one other thing for Let It Bleed just really quickly um about sam perceiving dean uh at the beginning of the episode dean sulking so hard across the desk from sam and then i can't remember what sam says but he's something about Cass, and dean's just sitting there just radiating this mad sulky energy and <laughs> sam immediately knows that you know it's about Cass. and any other show that would have totally been like the best friend talking to the main character about their breakup or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just felt very like classic third wheel Sam on the outside of this. It's also very it's also very interesting that like the crisis they have at the beginning of that episode, it's like it is not only like Dean's responsibility or Dean's thing, it's like this general like both of them are affected, right? So the fact that uh, Sam is actually, like, when they run out of options and Sam suggests calling Cass, and Dean is obviously very against it. He's like, we are not calling Cass. And mm -hmm. then Sam doesn't because he respects Dean's wishes at that moment because it's... And then after there is like no way, uh, no other way, he still goes behind Dean's back once Dean has been drinking and taking whatever and does call Cass himself. It's just very interesting that also like in Sam's head, like the first person to have the right or I don't know how to like frame this, but like everything that goes to, to Cass is supposed to run through Dean. Like, that's how Sam's head worked. Mm -hmm. Like, he, you know, like, they have yeah. this relationship and, like, he respects his brother if he says that Sam isn't allowed to talk to Cass about this. And yeah. it's just like, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, because he could yeah. have, you know, like, if this was, like, normal, just, like, three bros hanging around whenever, like, he should could have and should have just read straight out to Cass himself without like implicating Dean at all. Mm -hmm. Why would he? Yeah. 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 
Oh, Supernatural is a show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that the never true of words. Yep. Um, <laughs> so that's the end of season six, guys. Um, which means we're going on to season seven. Uh, Yay. <laughs> uh, um, and I believe we've mentioned this before, but I it's worth mentioning again that we will be talking about a couple of episodes without Cass in season seven since there are so few. Um, mainly to talk about how... Dean is reacting to the fact that there is no cast. Um, so, Better than me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, before we get to that, uh, first we will talk about 701, Meet the New Boss, and 702, Hello, Cruel World. Um, and yeah, good times. Um, death comes back, which I'm excited about. I fucking love death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Things you can say you on say Supernatural podcast. Kind of context. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway. <laughs> you all are here. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Um, anyway, this has been Hello Radio. I'm Nora Rose. I am Sally. And I'm Kate. We had sound editing by Josh. Music by Kalua. Give them hell, hellers. Let me cry.